I mean, what trial? What trial? You have to file the articles of impeachment. Yeah. What trial? Such a bizarre uh, set of positions, too, because the whole reason they didn't ask people like John Bolton, right, to uh, come uh, and testify for the House was because they said it was going to take too long to go through the courts. Well, <laughs> well, well I, you have you... all this time here where right. you're just doing nothing. Maybe you could use this time for it to go through the courts. Unbelievable. Really, just truly unbelievable. It, just, it, it, it Does anybody else feel like this whole impeachment thing is just a thing of the past? Oh, yeah, I mean, There's this, nothing's going to happen now. This this idea that, you know, Nancy Pelosi is some brilliant strategist has gone down the tubes, I think. Because you know, there's always been this case by the media that, like, yeah, you know, sure, her speeches are a little weird. Um, and she's, she's terrible in front of the camera, but behind the scenes, she knows exactly what she's doing. It's I like, think this so. is what she thought was a good idea. Like, go through two years of saying you're not going to impeach, then turn on a dime over a phone call, impeach the guy, and then not send it to the Senate? That was the big plan? It's crazy. It's working well. It's really, really crazy. Uh, All right. We've got a pretty great show, and we start with Iran in just a minute. You know, I was not a fan of uh, of the statement that President Trump made that uh, the American press is an enemy of the people. Uh, however, today I'd say I don't think he went far enough. And I'll explain as we go to Iran with ABC News in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. George lives in Ohio. He's the type of architect who likes to draw everything with a pencil still. And not only that, he likes to get out there and work with his hands, turning his ideas into reality. Recently, while restoring an old farmhouse, he realized the pain he had been dealing with over the years had finally gotten to the point where he wasn't able to do the physical part any longer. And he was not really able to start using his hands and be in comfort while sketching things out with his with his pencil. He's one of those people who don't like to take drugs for pain, so he was in a real bind. Thankfully, George listens to this program, and he discovered Relief Factor, which is drug-free. It worked remarkably well. George is back to building the things that he sees in his imagination. He always has a pencil in his shirt pocket, and it's because of Relief Factor. Relief Factor reduces inflammation, a major source for most pain, and it works for 70% of those who take it. For only nineteen ninety-five, you can get a three-week quick start. That's a small risk for the potential of a lifetime with less pain. If you want drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Well, it is a good thing we have the media on the case to show us what's really happening in Iran. Martha Raditz, she's an ABC News uh, reporter. She was in Iran and she had just great coverage of what was really going on. Let's listen in. A powerful combination of grief and anger with shouts of death to America echoing through the streets around us. 
This morning, mourners filling the streets of Iran's capital of Tehran for the funeral of General Soleimani, killed by that U.S. drone strike last week. Aerial images capturing the sea of Iranians, packing the streets to pay tribute to a man revered by many here. Trump made a big mistake. He killed our hero. Soleimani's image everywhere. The impact of his death profound. The crowds are massive and emotional. There are many tears here, many signs with Soleimani's picture on them. But the message is also very clear. These people want revenge. As we made our way through the streets of Tehran, people surrounding us, shouting death to America. We will have very hard rebrand of Mr. Trump. Inside the funeral service, the emotion just as powerful. The supreme leader of Iran weeping and praying over a coffin draped in the Iraqi flag. Man, I feel bad about this. Okay, for let's just let's, let's play a, a personal game. Uh, let's say, let's go into time tunnel, and let's say this is 1941, 42, and the United States kills Himmler or Goering, and the news goes to Germany. What do you expect to find? <laughs> what would you expect to find? I would expect perhaps uh, mm-hmm. many, many people mourning yeah. the, the death of their hero. And calling for the death of America. Yeah. Okay, now, Soleimani, I mean, Gehring, yeah. Himmler, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I could look at Himmler and I could say, well, it's just, let's just go to, let's go to uh, uh, Himmler, uh, Heinrich Lutpold Himmler. Lutpold, it's a solid middle it's name. It's solid, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, he was one of the most powerful men in Nazi Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. Main architect of the final solution. Well, this guy's the main architect of the destruction of Israel. And the destruction of all Jews. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, a member of the Reserve Battalion during World War One. He didn't see active service, blah, blah, blah. But then he developed the SS. What is that? Stormtroopers. What do, you think the, <laughs> what do you think that is? Yeah. I mean, he's Himmler. Now, would we be mourning the death of, Hitler, of Himmler? Would we expect to see Hitler... Weeping over the coffin? Of course we would. Would we expect Hitler to be saying, "Oh my gosh, this is a this is a, a travesty. This is this is absolutely wrong." The question is, would the American press play along with it, or would they have the guts to say what was really going on? Well, let me answer that question for you. Christian Science Monitor. The train arrived punctually, uh, not long after Adolf Hitler's rise in power, and traffic was well regulated. Germany has policemen in new smart blue uniforms that keep order. I have so far found quietness, order, and civility. They're not the slightest sign of anything unusual afoot. Christian Science Monitor. As for the harrowing stories of Jews being mistreated, they seem to only apply to a small portion of the Jews, but most of which were not in any way molested. Uh, let's see. Let's go to um, let's go to the Philadelphia Evening Bulletin. 
there have been indications of moderation on Hitler's part. The Cleveland Press on January 31st to 33 said appointment of Hitler as the German chancellor may not be such a threat to world peace as it appears at first blush. Because there's a new moderation in Hitler on his rise to power. Uh, The New York Evening Post, uh, they report that there is an indeterminate number of Jews that have been killed. Hundreds of Jews have been beaten and tortured. Thousands of Jews have fled. Thousands of Jews have been or will be deprived of their livelihood, all because of Germany's 600,000 Jews that are now living in terror. Okay, there's one that's telling the truth. Yeah, but the New York Times said... German violence has been spent. Prosperity and happiness is soon going to prevail. The New York Herald Tribune's Berlin correspondent asserted that while the situation of German Jewry was an unhappy one, the atrocity stories are exaggerated and unfounded. The American press did exactly the same thing with Nazi Germany. They listened to the propaganda because they they listen with their American ears. Now, that's not what's happening today. They're not listening with their American ears. They're listening with their ears that hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump said that the press is, a, um, is an enemy of the people. And I didn't like that. Because I don't like anything that, that smacks of going against uh, the First Amendment. I, I, don't, I just don't like it. However, today, I don't think he went far enough. Let's look what the American press is for. The American press, many of them, up until the very end, were for Hitler. They were for Mussolini. They were for Stalin. They were for the Russian Revolution. They were against uh, America in the so with the Soviet Union. I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I remember hearing from the press how great the Soviet Union really was. How it was Ronald Reagan who was the real warmonger and was going to get us all killed. Gee, something else happened. I've heard from this press how great Chavez is. I've heard from this press, Castro was a hero to his people. I've heard that about Ahmadinejad. I've heard all of the bad things that we did to Iran that, yeah, we did. We put the Shah in and we helped him stay. Should we be involved in other people's countries? No, but wait a minute. Then why is it you have such a hard time Because that's what they would say. We did all these horrible things all around the world. I agree with you. We should butt out of other people's business. However, why won't you look into what Caramella and everybody else involved in the the Trump phone call are actually doing in the State Department? Why won't you talk about how the Arab Spring was pretty much run from our Oval Office. How come you didn't have a problem with what happened in Libya? The only time you seem to be for anything is when it means big, oppressive government doing something to the people or to the people of a foreign country because your leader is there. 
I don't think Americans feel this way. I think Americans, I hope, I, I don't even know who America is anymore right now. I know who a, I know who a good portion are that are silent. But I think a good number of silent Americans who better not be silent much longer, they feel like, for instance, we got to get out of Iraq. We got to get out of Iraq. Let's stop this war. I think most Americans feel that way. Now, I'd like to throw a wrinkle in that. You cannot get out of Iraq today. You can't. Why? Because what did Ronald Reagan do? Because he listened to the State Department buffoons. What did he do when uh, the, the Marine barracks in Beirut were bombed? He was told, you'll make things much, much worse. So just pull out. Just get out of there. Well, what did that do? We now know that Osama bin Laden saw that and went, whoa, you can make this giant move. If we move out of Iraq today, six months, eight months, a year from now, maybe different. But if we move out of Iraq, because there's nothing more I want. You've got to get out of Iraq. Don't tempt us to do the things that we want to do. Because I'd like to get out of Iraq. You know, if the Iraqi people decide oh, America's a problem, fine. You won't see us in your neighborhood again. That's my feeling. Bye-bye. Too much blood, too much treasure, and you don't want freedom. So go ahead. However, what we're talking about today is teaching the Middle East, and especially Iran, that they can move us. We've already taught them that they can take our, our embassy. They did it in 1979 until Reagan was sworn in. Then they did it in Benghazi. The guy we killed is responsible for Benghazi. That was his plan. You didn't know about it. Why? Because the press never reported it. They just went with a big state guy that they just love. And the big state woman, Hillary Clinton, who they just love. Then they attack our embassy in Iraq. What are we supposed to do? Just take it? They have somebody, a Himmler or a Goering, who is planning on killing our troops and has a record, a long record of killing our troops beyond the misery and the torture that he has provided all over the Middle East. And our press mourns? Our press gets there right away to cover this funeral, as they should cover the funeral. Let me ask you, let me ask you this, Martha. Are you a strong woman? You believe in equal women's rights, and you believe in all of that, and, and you believe that you can do anything. Girl power. I bet you do. Then why are you wearing your headscarf? You know you're in a group of people. If your headscarf blows off, they kill you. Because you're not really fully a person. You're just a woman. And you're making excuses for these people? You're not an enemy of the American people. You are an enemy of anyone who stands up for freedom. You should 
cover that. And I'd even give you a break if you were covering it just without any kind of commentary on it. You were just covering it as long as ABC News was saying beforehand, we had to make special deals to get in here so we could cover this and special deals so we could get her out afterwards. We'd understand. But you are an organ for evil. And that's all of the press. You've done it before. This is nothing new. America, wake the hell up. I told you yesterday, reportedly, 267 million Facebook users had their names, Facebook IDs, and even phone numbers exposed in an online database. Well, that's just almost everybody in America on Facebook. What's the big deal? Cybercrime is a big thing, and maybe, you know, you didn't even blink when I gave that insane number because you're used to hearing about how many people's, as their, as their privacy and their personal information, viol- violated. The question is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You keep rolling the dice, hoping you're not one of the next, you know, few people that gets victimized. How are you going to stand up to these bullies and send them packing? God helps those who help themselves, and you can help yourself by getting LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your Social Security number being for sale on the dark web. If your identity is stolen, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialists are going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BECK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25% off now. Promo code back, lifelock.com. We break for 10 seconds and back to the program. Where was the press? Where was Martha Raddatz and ABC News when millions of people all over the country were protesting their oppressive government. Where were they? They couldn't even, they didn't, they, they didn't go there and cover that. And for good reason, you'd be killed if you were there covering it. But where were they when it would, the cause was freedom? I have no doubt that millions of people in Iraq are religious zealots and believe that the Islamic way of life is the way to go. Well, good for them. They're wrong when it comes to human rights. You want to do that yourself? You go do that yourself. But don't oppress anybody else as you're doing it. And that's what this is. This is a state that oppresses people, kills people. Where were they when the Islamic regime just last year, again, was hanging people because they were gay. This is who you are standing up for. Now, let me tell you what the real people in Iran feel. And I know this because I read from the dissidents, not today, but over the years. Soleimani is a popular guy with the 
with the zealots. Yes, he is, because he's spreading this ideology all around the world, and he's doing it with force, brutal force. So, yeah, there's a lot of hardliners that love this guy, millions of them perhaps. But the average person, just like the average person here in America, just wants to be left alone, just wants to have a better life, just wants to be able to pursue their dreams. You know, they just want a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what they want. That's ingrained in all of us because God gives it to all of us. And they see Soleimani as the guy who's taking the bread out of their children's mouths because he was getting a billion with a B, a billion dollars a month to do what? To go foment foreign wars, to foment uh, terror all around the Middle East. And the average person is looking to their government and saying, you're you're spending a billion dollars? Do you know that it it cost me 70% more now this month to be able to buy bread for my children? We could use some of that money. Just like we say, but it's not nearly as bad. Just like we say, hey, can we stop with these foreign wars? We got things we have to fix here. Imagine if bread and milk cost you 70% more today than it did just a few weeks ago. Do you think we'd all be up? And even the greatest hero in our war machine, we would be like, look, dude, stop it. Stop. That's what's, that's the reality on the streets and it is also the reality that millions of people were to even those who were part of the 79 revolution do not want the ayatollahs running their life anymore they don't want the religious police squads how can the press say anything about me and my religion or you and your religion and any of our churches when this is going on see the press doesn't have perspective that's the problem they've lost all perspective because in their arrogance they think that they are right they think that they are smarter than everybody else and they think that anyone who disagrees with them on anything is a moron you couple that arrogance and that belief with the hatred for Donald Trump and you have a press that you can't trust anything that comes out of their mouth. Oh, I mean, unless it's Brian Stelter. I mean, because he is just, I mean, he's a reliable source. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Ransomware, malware, spyware, underwear. One of these things, you know, you you like, I hope. I mean, the underwear thing. Anyway. Uh, cyber criminals can hack your connection, watch your online activity, steal the information that you send and receive online. What you need, besides the underwear, is Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're getting layers of protection, including real-time device security and VPN for online privacy. That VPN has bank-grade encryption to help keep your information, like logins and passwords, secure and private. Norton's 360's password manager easily and securely creates stores manages your passwords credit card information with other cre- uh, credentials and there's a pc safe cam feature which notifies you if anybody is trying to use your webcam 
It helps block it so they can't as well. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but new Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber uh, your cyber safety for the holidays and beyond. Give this gift to yourself up to 50% off your first year. It's Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Save 50%. More on Iran tonight on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code GLEN, and save 10 bucks off your subscription. it was you know we're just having a conversation off the air about the letter that was released yesterday that says yeah united states pulling out we're we're pulling out of iraq whoever released that should be fired and in my personal opinion after we look at the facts if the facts show that it was something other than oops i just hit send uh you know and I, i i really meant to hit delete or whatever this person should uh, pay a heavier price than just being fired. This is something that has international ramifications. Yeah, and the way they explained it was somebody sent it over to the Iraqi military guys, and they think that those guys may have been the ones who got it to the press. Although, Why would we send it to Iraqi military guys? <laughs> Here's the quote. It was sent over to some Iraqi military guys. Mm. In order to get things coordinated for air movement, etc. Then it went from that guy's hands to another guy's hands, and then it went into your hands, and now it's a kerfuffle. So this Who is the Operation. Hell is, this, is, this, is this Dr. Seuss writing this? Who's writing this? You know him? Because, yeah, that was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, you don't hear the word kerfuffle from a lot no, of military you don't. guys, but no. yeah. Uh-uh. Um, this was uh, from uh, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark uh, Milley. Clarified to reporters that it was a mistake. Was it after like it five o'clock? Mistake. Was he was he phoning this in from a bar? Well, or it's something? five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that is the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. I, I mean, it seems like what they're trying to say is they're a they're trying to downplay it as you'd expect the military to do. And it, look, it was a mistake. People make mistakes, and that that is true. Technically, uh-huh, uh, it does uh-huh, happen. Uh-huh. It just seems like that's kind of a bad one. And again, like, they're, yeah, they're... you know, it might be seeing that it plays right into the hands of our enemies. I mean, that's again, just go to the World War Two comparison, because I think we can compare this guy to Himmler or to Goering. Certainly in scope, it's what he desires. Right. I mean, yeah. He hasn't actually uh, gone through with the Holocaust, thankfully, but he certainly seems to desire it and has made public statements in that direction. With what we knew at the time. Now, don't look at it from, look at it from yeah, 1941, yeah, that's a, that's 1942. Fair, yeah. We didn't know that uh, Himmler was doing that. If we could in 1941, we didn't know that Himmler had drilled holes through the legs of children to torture them. Correct. We, we didn't know. know we that. have we photos know that. of it. Yeah. We, we have, know. We have people who, who work on the staff who were there yeah. and saw and met the child yeah. who's still alive, although the mother is not alive anymore. Uh, mother, the, the father still is, and we explained in detail exactly what happened to them. Um, this is this is not a guy like th- that's what's so weird about this one. I you can uh, you can understand like you can make a legitimate point that you're worried about the fu- the, the the way this might you know uh, spiral out of control. 
I don't think that's where this is going to go, but you can make that point and, and be legitimate about your concerns of what happens in the future and you don't want these things to escalate and all that's fine. But to just act as if this guy is a person who's a genius and should be respected and, and you can understand why the Iranians love him so much, that is not the appropriate level of coverage for a person who has taken little boys and girls and taken a drill to them and drilled holes through their bodies. This is what this man has done. That, and that doesn't even include the American troops he's killed. So here's the, here's the thing. If, if somebody, if we would have killed Himmler or Goering in 1942 and all of a sudden the the war department at the time released a statement to to Italians and this uh this statement got out into the press that we were thinking about leaving the war we were just going to you know what we're just going to get out of France and England and uh that's just the way it is what do you think Roosevelt would have done? What do you think would have happened to that person that released that document? Do you think he would have gone, whoops, mistake? Probably not. <laughs> this, Probably is, even more. this has dramatic yeah. implications. Can we, can we get a handle? What does top secret mean anymore? What does a security clearance mean anymore? If we have everybody's like, oh, I don't know. I was just emailing these top secret documents to her basement at home. I didn't know. We're releasing top secret documents. I, I have a better record of keeping secrets, and I'm horrible at it. Oh, yeah, terrible. Uh, is it one of those? I mean, is it even appropriate uh, to to write the letter at all like they're they're the letter basically says like here we're going to be pulling out and we're going to be um uh you know we're going to need some time we're going to need to you know some extra clearance for helicopters to pick up uh, troops and all these things and when was it written uh, it was written after this vote apparently because it references the vote um hey you guys want us out so we're gonna go so their point is like well we need we need to get prepared because if trump comes to us and says we're out we need to be ready i agree with that that it's fine to prepare for it but do you need to prepare the letter unless you get the order if you get the order to pull out okay yes prepare the letter prepare everything if you don't get the order it's appropriate to think about okay these troops are going to have to go here you need to plan in advance if you're in the military clearly do you need to write a draft letter and send it over to the iraqi military no like i can't you, even think i don't why. have a problem with them writing a letter but it going to anyone, going to anyone other than the superior of the person who wrote it, yeah. makes no difference. What are you doing? Even right, I mean, a letter is the last thing you like. It's just like, okay, we've got all of it planned. Let's let them know what we're doing. That's not something you you're need thinking to, to write in no, advance. No, no, no. Because to- you're thinking about this as one person, not a huge military operation where everybody has their specific role to play. There's somebody whose specific role is just to write that letter when it gets down to it. So if you're in a meeting and you're hearing that, okay, there's a possibility yeah. that we're going to be pulling just- out, you could just do that so you're you're not the one that everybody's waiting for. You call that person when the order comes in and you say, hey, write the letter. Dopey. Write it. it don't, by the way, don't just send it to the media. Here's the uh, here's the letter. I, I think this person should be fired at best. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, they may have been told to send this letter over there. And then that person should be fired. Whatever it is, yeah. Uh, it says, sir, 
This is to uh, your excellency, in case you were wondering who it was okay. to. It's All to right. your excellency. Now, is this the is this the president of Iraq or the prime minister of Iraq who's really not the prime minister? It's uh, Abdul Amir, okay. deputy de- uh, director of combined uh, joint uh, forces of Baghdad. Yeah, let's okay. see. It's the Iraq Ministry of Defense. All right. Your Excellency, sir, in due deference to the sovereignty of the Republic of Iraq and as requested by the Iraqi parliament and the prime minister, we will be repositioning uh, forces uh, over the course of coming days and weeks to prepare for onward movement. In order to conduct this task, coalition forces are required to take certain measures to ensure that the movement out of Iraq is conducted in a safe and efficient manner. During this time, there will be an increase in helicopter travel in and around the international zone of Baghdad. Increased traffic will include uh, various helicopters. Uh, uh, Coalition forces will take appropriate measures to minimize and mitigate the disturbance to the public. In addition, we will conduct these operations during hours of darkness to help alleviate any perception that we may be bringing more coalition forces into the international zone. As we begin implementing the next phase of operations, I want to reiterate the value of our friendship and partnership. We respect your sovereign decision to order our departure. Okay. Very respectful. Uh, very respectful. William Seeley. That is wonderful, William. And, I'm, and I think that's wonderful that you had that letter written and, and, and sent out. Um, I, I think whoever gave the order to send that out should be fired. At best, what this seems, you know, the old joke is, I'm not paranoid. People are following me, okay? <laughs> but that joke is not really a joke anymore when it comes to our government. I, I, don't, I don't think that there's a deep state. I mean, I'm not crazy. It's just that there really is a deep state. I don't know if this guy is... Is he friends with anybody in the State Department? Is he friends with anybody in the intel that's part of this? I I understand. I understand that that's probably not it and not where we need to go. But I have to tell you, you have to start thinking that way if you're in the government. Because there are players. Why would you do this? Oh, it's just a mistake. Really? How come every mistake that the State Department and the military are making seem to fall in line exactly with what the press would love. There's never a mistake there. Where's the mistake that falls into the favor of Donald Trump ever? Well, this particular thing, though, right, is is Trump has said he wants to get out of Iraq, right? I mean, he's also recently, in the last couple of days, said he wouldn't go unless they paid for the military base. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't think this is something that's against Trump's generalized agenda, right? He wants to leave. Um, and I, you know, I mean, I don't think you lose a lot of wagers betting on just government incompetence. It's possible that they just shouldn't have sent this and sent it. I don't necessarily think there's anything bigger than that, other than it's just pathetic. I mean, we should understand that this if you happened want these during people... the Vietnam War. Oh yeah, because the government was super competent during the Vietnam War. I know that, <laughs> but it, did well. it happen? Then they weren't competent at all. Did it happen? Did we have these um, sure, letters then, you know, that were going out that were, you know, oops, we. Oops, we didn't mean to send that out. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if this specific exact thing happened, but certainly things a lot worse than it happened. Uh, I, you know, I, is it possible that, that that they, you know, someone sent uh, a letter to someone they believed they had a good relationship, a trusting relationship in the Iraqi military, and they, you know, got leaked to the press? I mean, I think that's totally possible. It's just, it doesn't make much sense as to why 
And I guess you can look back at this and say, it's not that big of a deal, right? We're not leaving. We haven't made a decision to leave. And, uh, you know, what would be the motivation? They're trying to push that along and hope that it creates Mm -hmm. the momentum to leave, maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's possible. But again, Donald Trump is the guy making that decision. And he doesn't seem all that influenced by, by pressure from the outside. He seems to kind of just do what he wants to do. So, I mean, when at some point Trump will decide he wants to leave there, I think. I mean, he's said that a bunch of times. So um, if he can. So here's what you have to take into account on the damage that this things like this can do. Mm-hmm. When I was in the Oval with George Bush, he said to me, because uh, he was amazing. He was amazing. He was so he. He was so eloquent. He had yeah. a grasp of all of the facts. He was terrifying. And also, you, I remember you being blown away by how well-spoken he was, right. which was not his public persona. Because it was like, well, well, you know, I, and, <laughs> we're going to, uh, you know. Uh, toothbrush. Uh, yeah. And you're, like, well, and you're like, what the hell is wrong with this struggled guy? struggled that long for toothbrush. Right. Mm. Uh, and so I said to him, after about 20 minutes of him just going off and rattling off facts, I said, no offense, Mr. President, but <laughs> where is this guy? <laughs> he might have taken offense to that, but <laughs> where is this guy? And he looked at me, you know, quite sternly and said, do you know how many things I'm juggling at the same time? Do you know how many things I have to be careful of? I say one wrong word and it sends a signal to the Chinese or it sends a signal to our enemies or it sends a signal to our allies. Just one shift of eyes. They're analyzing everything the president does and says. Well, that's the same thing. We now have the Pentagon sending out a letter saying we're leaving. You don't think that you remember the Russians thought Tom Clancy was a CIA operative trying to tell the Russians exactly what we would do so they would think we would do that, but we'd do the opposite. I mean, the war gaming that goes on, you don't release a document like this. You cannot make these mistakes. You cannot. I don't care what the excuse was. I'd like to know what the excuse was. But well, it's, the, the president—it was a kerfuffle. Yeah, the president <laughs> should demand the resignation or fire. So we're not paying for that person's retirement. Fire that person that did that. A kerfuffle? You want you want a kerfuffle yeah, I firing? I do. A kerfiling? Did you did you see how much? Uh, did you see how much gold is up? Gold is up now. I think the highest it's been since 2013, and it's all because of this. Really, I, I have not. Uh, yeah. I have not seen that. As yeah, soon yeah. as we, as soon as this started happening, gold prices went up because yeah, almost 1600. It looks yeah, like. Yeah, you don't. And the, the price of gold hasn't been that high for a long, long time, three, four years. Uh, right now, I want to talk to you a little bit about something that Goldline is doing. Their new 1880 Gold Five and a Half Liberties are extremely popular diversification and a protection uh, uh, tool. These are things, these are the kinds of things that I buy. And I know you, you'll you pay a higher price because it's an 1880s coin. Talk to Goldline, find out why I buy them that way. Uh, I'm a collector of old coins. That's different when everybody comes and says, Hey, oh, you can't have gold. No, I'm a collector. I, I'm, col- I'm a coin collector. 
Find out all about it. But anyway, these these uh, coins were designed to be used as money. And for 140-year-old coins, they're in excellent condition. You can get 20 free silver coins with every tube purchase for a limited time. So stop waiting to make a decision to protect your for- portfolio in times of instability. Hmm. Gold is always the answer. Give your friendly account executives at Goldline a call. Learn about this limited-time promotion. It is 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them today, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Welcome to the program. You ever heard the name horse vessel? Horse vessel, I think is how you say it. He was, um, he is the guy who the National um, Socialist Party of Germany, the Nazis, eventually their anthem became about him. It's this little anthem that they made. Okay. And this is all about how this guy died and he was a hero of the republic well he wasn't a hero he was a he was a propaganda tool um he was fighting against the communists uh in as a brown shirt he would go beat up communists well the communists didn't like it and so they marked him for death um but he he stayed in this apartment and he got into the argument with a landlady and she told her communist friends and then they killed him. Uh, he was propagandized and made into a hero. Can our press stop making their their new hero in Iran into a hero around the rest of the world? He wasn't a hero. He was a killer. Back in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. And it'll only take us 100 million years to get there to find out if that water is still there. You know? (laughs) Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, All right. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. In America, 50 million people miss work due to pain. These Americans will spend $2,000 every year to combat that pain and 66% to uh, expect to live the rest of their life in pain. I was one of those people, and I'm not in the pain that I used to be. I mean, it used to be crippling to me. It's not now. Relief Factor has relieved me of so much of my pain, and it will do the same for you. Just call them. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Click on relieffactor.com. Now, it costs nineteen ninety five for a three-week quick start. So you just take it as directed for three weeks. If the pain doesn't is not affected, stop taking it. But 70% of the people who take it notice these results and go on to order month after month after month. I'm one of them. 
Relief Factor. Get out of pain now. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. All right. So we, um, we still have a, 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 a lot of really good stuff coming up. Tonight at 5 o'clock, we have a U.S. ambassador who is over in Berlin who was uh, was holding a uh, or hosting a get together with Iraqi dissidents. And he's really upset at the way that we are dealing with Soleimani in the press. He'll be on with us at five o'clock on Blaze TV. Hunter Biden is in court today. Well, actually, no, he can't show up because he's busy, I guess. But he's told the court he doesn't have a job. So maybe he's at the unemployment office today. But this is going to be big news tomorrow with what happens in court today. We'll tell you about that. Also, restoring the covenant. We have more on Iraq, Iran, what's happening with the White House, the press, and Great Britain's first female astronaut. Who knew they even had astronauts? Uh, Great Britain has an astronaut, and she has come out and said, oh, the aliens are here, and they're living among us. All this and more in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know how every month you, you know, pay your phone bill and you have to practically saw off an arm or a leg and mail it to the phone company? Well, what you may not know is uh, in that in that bill are all kinds of hidden fees. And those hidden fees all go to something like abortion or open borders. AT&T and Verizon donate millions of dollars to left-wing causes. So every time that you pay your phone bill, you're actually helping Planned Parenthood. Now how do you feel? Now here's another thing you might not know. All the carriers in the country use the same four towers. Now what does that mean? That means you could be using Patriot Mobile, the only company that donates a portion of the bill to support conservative causes, religious liberty, life, the Second Amendment. They use the same towers, so you're going to get the same great service. Plus, plans start at $25 a month with unlimited talk and text. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They take some of their profits and they send them out to causes that you agree with, not the things that you're fighting against every day. Switch. Right now, if you use the offer code Beck, you'll get a free month of service on your new line. You can also call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. Vote with your dollars. You have the power to change things. And Patriot Mobile has the great same cell service that you've come to expect from all these people who are betraying your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck.
Welcome to the program. We're really glad that you're here. Uh, I don't think... uh, There's a reason I don't watch the news anymore. I don't watch the news anymore because they don't have anything to tell me that is true. Do you... Do you, what do you get from the news other than just frustrated and pissed off? Well, lots of material to criticize the yes. next day. <laughs> yes, we get that. yes, yes, um, yes. I mean, look, you know, that is the problem. It's not even that they never give you anything. It's just that you don't know what to trust. So much of it is just flavored. Garbage. You know, so dramatically with, with opinion and propaganda and spin. And I mean, what would you call their coverage now of impeachment? They were all in for impeachment. They couldn't go to the courts mm-hmm. to get anything done because this had to be done right away. Yeah. Now they voted on impeachment, but Nancy Pelosi won't turn the impeachment over to the Senate so they can finish the job. They don't seem to be minding this. There's no real criticism of it. No. I, there, I mean, it is bizarre to hold both of those viewpoints, as you point out. I mean, the, the John Bolton thing came out yesterday where Bolton said if asked, uh, if subpoenaed in the Senate uh, trial, he would testify. And Bolton was one of the main guys they wanted to get to testify in the House. And they could have they could have subpoenaed him mm-hmm. and then he would have taken it to the Supreme Court because rightfully so, one branch cannot force the other branch to do something. Mm-hmm. So it should have gone to the Supreme Court. But they were in such a hurry. This got to be done right now. Right now. We'll now. work this out when we get to the Senate. Well, now they're talking about making sure that John Bolton is heard well, you can't do anything until you file the impeachment with the Senate. And there is one thing that they can do, which is the House has all the power still to this moment to call John Bolton to testify in the House. They could still have him do it. And would Bolton say yes to that? I mean, he he indicated it. He's talking about the Senate. But I mean, if he's willing to testify, if he's subpoenaed, you'd assume he'd go to the, the House. They're all complaining about what the Senate's doing when they could still do that if they really wanted to. I mean, it's so obvious this is a game. And, you know, I, I think we acknowledge that all the time. You know, Republicans play games, too. We know that. Uh, but what Democrats are doing here is considerably more, I think, offensive. And what makes it worse, at least to me, is the fact that the press automatically auto-adopts what the left-wing narrative is as credible. You know, it, it, that is the automatic, that's the default position. So there is so much to push back against. Why bother getting it from these sources? What's the point? When you, when they will not, even when it's obvious, will not tell you what the truth is. The Washington Post has blasted CNN for its track record on the infamous anti-Trump dossier following last month's release of the Justice Department watchdog's report on the foundation of the Russia investigation, demanding the network CNN. This is the Washington Post demanding the network come clean on its faulty reporting. This is the latest and ongoing series uh, tackling the media's handling of the dossier. Washington Post media critic Eric Wempley uh, took aim at the anti-Trump network on on Monday this is this is a blaze uh, story, I believe, uh, for continuing to stand by its uh, past reporting on the salacious document that was used in the highly controversial Foreign uh, Intelligence Surveillance Act FISA application, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Wempley uh, singled out CNN, uh, their anchor, Allison Camerata, who claimed December 2017 that the in, in uh, the Intel community has cooperated all of the details of the dossier compiled by the British ex-spy Christopher Steele. 
This is this is the Washington Post, the Washington Post trying to throw CNN under the bus now saying, what happened to your reporting? Yeah, I mean, it's been embarrassing. I mean, you know, you go back and listen to we had a montage a couple of weeks ago uh, of the coverage of the dossier. And Allison Camerata in particular comes off looking terrible. I mean, you know, there were things in the dossier that were accurate. The problem was that they were publicly available. You know, that wasn't there was nothing, nothing dramatic. They didn't break any news. And all of the things that were not publicly available, as reported by uh, in, in detail in the IG report, uh, showed that those things were just made up. In fact, they even talked to the sources. The sources of the claims who didn't even try to say that they were accurate. They, oh, we were joking. Oh, this was hyperbole. These weren't things that were credible at any given moment. And to go on the air and to essentially what Camerata did in that one clip you just mentioned is cite um, a, a, some level of, of, of knowledge that you can't have. Like, I'm an anchor and. I know these things are true. You have to just understand that I know that they're true. They've said them. They've said them to us. We've reporting that indicates these things are all are all confirmed. They wouldn't be reporting them if they weren't confirmed. And to now know that none of that was true, it, there's never a a moment where they have to go back and say, "Wait a minute, guys." Like I understand that we think Donald Trump's a bad guy and a bad president. What is this though? Why would you say that? You can even report the stuff that's in the dossier and say that it's unproven. But to go ahead and say that it's all confirmed is not just a minor mistake. It's a massive journalistic failure by dozens of people, many of them on CNN. That's inexcusable. I mean, it was systemic. If you cared about the truth, but I don't think that they care about the truth. ABC, as we we talked about last hour has their reporter in the you know in the islamic scarf so she's not killed or raped in this crowd what kind of deal did abc have to make to get her to be able to get into iran cover the funeral and leave iran what what kind of deals did they have to make but she was there just to report the one side. And the one side is that there were millions of people on the streets saying Soleimani was the greatest guy ever. Whatever. What about ABC's coverage of the millions on the streets that were risking their lives standing up against Soleimani and his Quds force and the restrictions that the Ayatollah puts on the average uh, Iranian, where was the ABC reporter on the streets talking about, hey, I've got to wear this head scarf, otherwise they'll kill me and rape me because I'm not fully human because I'm a woman. Where, where, where is that reporting? As we said last hour, the press has become not an enemy of the people of America, an enemy to freedom. I challenge you to show me the time when they are really being the champion of truth on both sides. A consistent truth. Well, you got to stand up to power. Well, you didn't when power was being abused by Barack Obama. You now call that the, the, the purest uh, administration ever that had zero uh, scandals. Are you kidding me? 
abusing, abusing the power of the IRS. You didn't care. Going after the phone records and tapping journalists' lines. You care about Donald Trump, but you didn't care about Barack Obama. You, you say you care about women's rights and homosexual rights, but you really don't. Because where are you when it comes to Russia? You only care about Russia now because Russia is somehow or another working in colluding with Donald Trump. And so you have to be the enemy of, of Russia now. But you were for Russia and Putin. You wanted a new open door with with Putin. You never said boo about how bad Putin was until Trump got in. You wouldn't pay attention to the warnings that we gave you for two years leading up to the the 18 election. Two years you paid no attention. Only when it became about Donald Trump did you care. Pulling out of Iraq, that's all you could talk about. All you could talk about under George W. Bush. Barack Obama promised he was going to do it. He never did. You didn't say anything about the lives lost. There was no daily accounting of how many lives were being lost in Iraq. There was no talk about Iraq. You were cheering on. This administration's policies of destabilizing the entire Middle East while you threw George Bush under the bus for destabilizing the Middle East. I mean, think about this. The Daily today, the podcast that uh, you've listened to before, Glenn, and mentioned yeah. a couple times. Big podcast from the New York Times. This is their tweet promoting their episode today. Quote, knowing General Soleimani was out there made me feel safer said a student about the commander killed in the American drone strike. He was like a security umbrella above our country. Listen to today's episode. Oh, that's a good good balance to take, I think, on the Suleimani uh, life, uh, life and times. That's basically the obituary, a security umbrella above Iran. I, uh, making him feel safer, I mean... I don't know what the hell that, that that government is telling the people. Obviously, they're lying to them constantly. But, I mean, is that the appropriate level of coverage of this person who, again, was torturing children as if it was his, like, you know, favorite thing to do? It was a hobby for the guy. Torturing children, murdering people, murdering U.S. soldiers. But let's talk about the security umbrella he was for Iran. It's very important. They, they claim that they are for the people and they are for rights, but they are not. They are not for rights. They do, they do not care about the rights of women. If they did, they would be consistent on their coverage of the Middle East, but they're not. They say that they care about gay rights. They don't. They execute people for being gay in Iran. Remember when Ahmadinejad came and gave his speech at Columbia and he said, we don't have any gays. We don't have any gays in, uh, in Iran. And everybody just kind of laughed that off. No, you know why they don't have any gays? Because they kill them. And whoever else left is afraid to say it, obviously, because everybody else they know was killed. So what is our American press really for? 
well, we just wanted to make sure we covered. Well, that's that's not journalism. Just covering what the other side says. Well, how come you don't do that with with Americans who love their country, who believe in the Constitution? You editorialize all the time about them. You'll cover them, but you'll call them extreme right wing zealots because they believe in the Constitution. So you don't just cover you don't cover Americans who have a different opinion, fairly balanced. And quite frankly, you're not doing that in Iran. You are becoming a propaganda arm for a for a government we know is evil. Last year, I tried to swear off the word evil and not use it, you know, for everything. This is evil. If you can't admit what the government of Iran is to its own people, let alone the rest of the world, as being evil, what is your definition of that word? Well, they say you should never talk about religion or politics. But like 900 steps down on the uh, the scale of desirable conversations is ED. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with free two-day shipping. Whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. To get started, go to GetRoman.com slash Beck. GetRoman.com slash Beck and complete, complete an online visit. Uh, ED used to be tough to tackle, but that was before Roman came on the scene. Complete the online visit today and connect with a doctor to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck. Get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Beck for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So have, have you heard about have you heard about uh, was it NASA that says they found a what they believe is a habitable planet? Uh, yeah, it, like Earth two. Yeah, Earth two. It's a it's a hundred million miles away, um, but they light years uh, away. They think that uh, it, it you know it it might have water. We'd have to send a probe out to find out if it was what we think it is but it was it's the right distance from the sun it's you know has everything it needs to have water and air and and everything else well yeah but that was a hundred million light years ago (laughs) that's what that planet looked like a hundred go back in our planet's history a hundred million light years because that's what we're seeing it's taking a hundred million light years for that image of that planet to come to us they might have elected their Donald Trump a hundred million years ago, not light years, just a hundred million years ago. And they he probably blew up the whole planet. It might not even be there anymore. <laughs> it's like you take you driving across the country to Disney World about halfway there. You realize it's closed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that could be yeah. the possibility here. Yeah, not only is it pl- is it closed, it's been sucked into a star. <laughs> they should have told us this on the, the yeah. travel agent. I'm yeah. getting a new one. I mean, until we can do hyperspace, there's really no reason to look for another home. Mars, 
Okay, Mars. Yeah, maybe that's doable. Yeah, maybe. That's three years. Mm-hmm. And we can see what's happening. I think, it, what is it, 18 minutes for sound to come from Mars to here? So, uh, you know, it's, it's at least, re- we'll at least hear it go boom 18 minutes into our flight. You know, that's not too far. We're just like, you know what? Let's turn around. Yeah, we still got enough gas. <laughs> still enough fuel. Let's turn around. <laughs> we got that one. Yeah, I feel like you're right. I think if you're going to go with replacing it, 100 million light years may be a tad too far. <laughs> maybe. 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 Now, the, uh, the astronaut, and who knew they even had one, and let alone a female astronaut, uh, England, England, the first astronaut from England was a female. Hmm. So she was. She went up in space. I don't know. And I don't know. Sometime, couple decades ago. Okay. Uh, and uh, she came out and she said that aliens definitely exist, and she thinks they may be living among us on Earth. Now, do you have any evidence to support this? No, 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 no. Um, but she she says they're 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 possibly here right now, but we just can't see them. Okay. Well, that's kind of true about everything. Possibly here, but we can't see it. I mean, that applies to with us, but uh, we can't see them. It literally applies to every single thing. There might be giant tarantulas surrounding us, but we can't see them. So I don't know exactly, you know, what this would be. But I mean, if they were here and they were fans of Star Trek, they wouldn't want to violate the prime directive, which is getting interference and, you know. But you're clearly smarter than us. If you're here, you're invisible. And you went 100 million light years, you know, to here. You're clearly a lot smarter than us. Help us, please. Help us. Do something. What are you doing? Standing around with your hands in your pockets. Do something. (laughs) Not to assume. You're listening to Glenn American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Certainly don't want to assume that uh, the aliens that are invisible and here have pockets. But if they do, they'd be responsible with whatever is in their pocket. One resolution you might want to think about is adding more money to your budget. And it's probably a lot more easy than you think it is. The salary-based mortgage consultants over at American Financing can help lower your interest rate or access cash to pay off high-interest debt. You could save up to $1,000 a month or more. So, what was last year like for you? Did you pay off some debts? Did you add to your savings? If you own your home... I urge you to do the fiscally responsible thing right now. Take 10 minutes out of your day and make a phone call to American Financing. They could save you $1,000 and sometimes more every single month. Just call American Financing at 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. Or at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. Go to blazetv.com and use the promo code GLEN. When you do that, you're going to save $10 off your subscription, and you're going to help America.
Well, hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. We have something that we announced the day before I went on vacation, so a couple of days before Christmas. We only announced it that one day, and already this is half sold out. Um, so we want you to uh, really, if you have any interest in this at all, we have limited space this time. Uh, and so, and we can't go over it. Uh, so, you know, thousands of people will be able to come, but it is limited space. And if you want a chance to go, you've got to uh, get your tickets right now. Now, they're free. We are asking for a donation of $5 to reserve your place in line. Um, you know, if you don't have $5, I guess you don't have to do that. It is a we donation. We don't want you if you don't have $5. <laughs> we don't, <laughs> we don't want we your don't kind. Like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what we're doing is restoring the covenant. The restoring the covenant on July 4th in Gettysburg. Now, we'll tell you more about what the covenant is. People, you know, the number one question is, what is the American covenant? The American Covenant is something that our pilgrims made on the Mayflower well, when they came over, that we would be a shining city on the hill and we would serve God and we would be good to one another. And that lasted for a long time with the pilgrims. It's different than Jamestown, people who just came over here for gold. People who came over here and made a covenant with God, great things came from it. People who came to jo- uh, to Jamestown, that produce slavery and everything else. Um, So the pilgrims made the covenant. George Washington made the covenant. Abraham Lincoln made the covenant. And I think a case could be made that Ronald Reagan made the covenant again. But uh, that's a matter of opinion. So we're going to restore the covenant because every time we do, we seem to turn things around. And if you happen to be like me, that you believe that things are so far gone that really... Our biggest problem is we've forgotten why we were even here and we have chased God out of uh, the square. Join us restoring the covenant. It is a historic event at Gettysburg on July 4th. Now, if you just want to go and have a great family time and see fireworks unlike you're going to see elsewhere, uh, I am I am actually arranging the fireworks and I'm working with a composer to compose the music and the spoken word that you will see fireworks unlike any place else in America that night. Um, you can join us for the 4th of July. Everything except parking will be free um, and just come in with your family. But you must be on a list. You have to be on a list. Uh, because we just can't go over because of the problems that it will cause in Gettysburg. It's a small little town. Um, but we have all of your hotels uh, taken care of. If you want to find a place in Gettysburg or in the area, if you want to do it through us, because we have packages that will last three days, one day, or seven days, the the ultimate VIP package. And I think there's only 200 tickets for this. They're They're pricey. Uh, but you'll understand why. Uh, it's a full, I think, seven days uh, on the road with me and my family and with David Barton, his family, and uh, with uh, Tim Ballard from Operation OUR and the Nazarene Fund. And we start in Plymouth, Massachusetts the week before. And you will get a tour of Plymouth 
and you'll meet with one of the greatest historians on the pilgrims. Uh, you'll stay. It's all all inclusive, so you don't have to worry about food or anything else. Uh, on Monday that morning, you'll have breakfast with me and Stu, and you'll watch the show. Then we get onto a private train, and we go to Boston. We have uh, dinner that night and talk about what we're going to see in Boston. And then you go on a, this amazing tour with David Barton all throughout colonial Boston. Uh, then, you know, we get on the train again. We do the same thing. You have breakfast, you have dinner uh, with us, and then you watch the show. And then we'll go to New York and you'll see where the where George Washington made the covenant. You get a history lesson there. Then we go to Philadelphia and we end up on Friday uh, in um in uh in gettysburg at the old trade station which still stands where abraham lincoln came in and i think we have a big dinner there uh that night uh and, and that might be thursday and then friday we have a a shabbat meal that uh, uh rabbi lapin is going to be uh at and speaking at and then we we also have some uh another another celebrity that yet to be uh, announced that is mm. going to be hosting that. This is all sounding very familiar. I mean? watched the fire festival uh, documentary <laughs> and this is exactly what it sounded like. Is don't it, think is that it hasn't come to mind. Don't, don't think that hasn't come to mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. there. And there's going to be we like, have tents. Okay. It's going to be tents. There's gonna, yeah, you're yeah, already doing yeah. it. There's going to be RVs. Are you going to have a... sandwiches that are just two pieces of white bread and one slice of no. cheese? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Are you have, sure? No, I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty sure. We have looked into the fire festival. It cannot be that. <laughs> How <laughs> many Victoria's Secret models are you promising? None. none? I'm promising none. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a good step. Yeah. yeah. So, but is, this is going to be, this is going to be, whether you go for one day and it's all free, or if you go for three days and do all the things in three days or the seven days, it's whatever you want. Um, but it is something that you really need to be at. It is restoring the covenant. It's in Gettysburg, July 3rd, 4th, and 5th. July 4th is the big event that you don't want to miss. Again, it's free, but you must have your name on a list. And we ask that you would go to glenbeck.com slash restore, glenbeck.com slash restore. You'll find out all the details there. You put your name on the list. Someone will call you uh, and uh, verify, you know, uh, that you are coming and that you, you know, what do you want? And they'll help you whatever you whatever you need, whether it's just a parking pass or you need a hotel or you want to do the whole experience, whatever it is. They'll help you do it. It's glenbeck.com slash restore a historic event in Gettysburg this coming July 4th. Glenbeck.com slash restore. Can you also get there at glenbeck.com slash fire festival too? No. No? No, you can't. Okay. No, you can't. No, you can't. This is going to be fun. Can I cover it like a journalist? I want to go there. I want to I I I cover it like a critical journalist. And see, you know, expose all the things that go wrong. You know, take pictures of like long bathroom lines if there happen to be any. Yeah, you should. I want. You I'm gonna. Should. I'm going yeah. to just yeah, bring yeah, yeah. white bread and cheese and make the fake sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> and then just expose it and leak it to right. like the Daily Beast. Yeah, I think that mm. would be totally fine, Boom. Stu. I mean, that, that way they don't actually have to show up <laughs> right. to do things like that. You know, journalism's hard. You know, it showing is. up to the places, being critical. 
I mean, if you're going to go all the way to Iran, then you're going to say to your hosts, hey, I don't think you guys should have been murdering so many people. That's just rude, right? It's very rude. You just go there and say everyone's really sad and everyone's united. Right. And then you go to Gettysburg and you say how horrible (laughs) these people are. I think they were planning a giant terrorist attack. These religious zealots that (laughs) want to take the country into all kinds of religious zealot sorts of paths. Yep. We know that's happening. Yeah. We're going to expose it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I did read something from uh, somebody that was doing a reenactment and uh, they said that they were going to not do the reenactment this year because of of this event. Uh, And and so they were going to do it the next year. But they said the people that generally attend uh, attend my events or uh, attend the the. The expected they expect some sort of protest i don't know what you would be protesting on the fourth of july but uh said they generally don't like the confederate flag <laughs> now when you're talking about the history of the country mm-hmm. uh the confederate flag has a place in the history uh of our country Oh, uh, sure. It's not a it's not a good place. Right. It's not uh, a good place. You know, but I mean, it, it, read the it, read the, 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 the Constitution of right. the Confederacy. So uh, this guy was, I guess, saying that uh, he didn't want to do it because we would be against the Confederate flag and not in a reenactment. No, it's a reenactment. It's just a reenactment. It's just a reenactment. Yeah. Why would we be against the are you saying the Confederate flag is is something that we should hold up in glory because uh, history would say uh, no. Right. Because I mean, you know, you've made this point before, but it's, it talks about everyone likes to make the point of states rights. It wasn't not everyone. I mean, a few people like to make the point of states rights, but it specifically in the Confederate constitution makes it illegal for states to make different decisions on slavery and guarantees in perpetuity any new territory that joins the confederacy must also embrace slavery i love that that's that's not states rights at all there's like six people out that write me every time i talk about abraham lincoln and they're like he was a tyrant oh please give it a rest so what was your (laughs) so what was your your solution was to go with a new government that dictated that you must have slaves? I think I'll go with the other tyrant in the hat. <laughs> it's just me. And the hat is what won you over. Yeah, to, to be To be fair. It is. And the good looks of oh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, he yeah. was a good-looking oh, man. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, a yeah. sexy dude. So if you want to join us 4th of July... Trust me, I have been to all the 4th of July celebrations all around the country over the years, uh, and they are lacking in a certain spirit. And uh, you will see something you have never seen before as we restore the covenant July 4th. Go to glenbeck.com slash restore. All right, getting Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your home. Now think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know that police are going to be on the scene immediately if something is going down. This is the kind of security that you can expect now from Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, 
Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home, outdoor cameras, doorbells, entry, motion, glass break sensors, everything is guarding your home. It protects your home from fire, water damage, carbon monoxide poisoning. All of it monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. Now, this is a system that you set up yourself. You, you own it. No tools are needed or necessary. And Simply Safe's experts can do it for you if that's what you want. But really, I've installed this. I can't install anything. I can do this. And it's 50 cents a day. 50 cents a day. Can't beat that. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. Get free Simply Safe security camera when you order. Call today. Get it for free. It's simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. I, I want to go through a montage here of the way the U.S. press has been covering uh, the funeral and the loss of the Iranian terror leader. Listen. He was a war hero, the commander of Iran's feared Quds Force. Qasem Soleimani was no ordinary general. The U.S. officially classified him as a terrorist, but in Iran, he was a national hero. He's regarded as personally incredibly brave. The troops love him. I was trying to think of somebody, and I was thinking of de Gaulle. A revered figure in Iran and some other places in the Middle East. Smart, charismatic, ruthless, strategic, and bold. Qasem Soleimani was an evil genius. Soleimani was in charge of spreading Iranian influence around the world, and he was extremely good at it. He is the, think of the French Foreign Legion, you know, if you will. By killing Qasem Soleimani, the U.S. has stripped Iran of an inspirational military leader. The crowds are massive and emotional. There are many tears here. Thousands of mourners on the streets in Iran. Symbolic caskets aloft, weeping and chanting, I am Soleimani. The supreme leader of Iran, weeping and praying over a coffin draped in the Iraqi flag. It's difficult to convey how revered he is. There was talk in Iran Soleimani might be a future president mm. or perhaps even a supreme leader. Might be a future president. Democrats are like, yeah, right? He'd be great. He no, could no, beat Trump. No, Iran. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost that level. It really is. Really, it really is. Uh, let me ask you that. If, if he could beat Donald Trump, I contend the Democrats would consider it. <laughs> that is the one qualification you need. Yeah, that's to the be only the next one. President. Yeah, I mean, if, if no, not to be the next president, but to be the the next uh, candidate. Yeah, they I mean, just have to believe. That that, yeah, that yeah. is. I don't think America would vote for this guy, but if he convinced them that he could beat Donald Trump, they'd all be for him. They'd I, all be for him. I mean, Bernie Sanders is a socialist uh-huh. who is 
in second place, I guess you'd say right now, mm-hmm. right? He's it seemed to be leading Iowa, maybe mm-hmm. leading uh, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and he's you know on Anderson Cooper last night. Oh yeah, you know blabbing on about uh, how this is you know he's comparing this is assassination. It, yeah, this like is he, Putin basically calling Trump Putin the same way Putin kills dissidents. There, there isn't a tie to the two situations you're describing. Like they're just not even close to the same. There's people involved in both. That, that that's one similarity. I, I, they're not even close to the same situation. Well, one, the dissidents are uh, are dissenting against Putin and his regime. And while this guy may be uh, against the United States of America, he's engaging in actual death. Yeah. He's killing our soldiers. He is spreading horror all throughout the Middle East. We, as we've said like three times on today's show, we know one of the children who his squad went through and drilled into his leg as a torture practice just to torture his family Hmm. after killing the mom in front of them. I mean, this this is not a dissident. This is not somebody who's like, oh, you know what? I have a different agreement with uh, Donald Trump, and I, you know, I, I really think we should maybe open up free and fair elections. This guy's not for free and fair elections. This guy is a religious zealot. What part of this goes with anything that you state you believe? Back in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your home. Now think about the security that Fortune 500 companies use. That is exactly the kind of security that you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, which means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for just anybody else's burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home with outdoor cameras and doorbells, entry, motion, glass break sensors, all of it. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals, and it's 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Glenn today and get a free Simply Safe security camera, normally $100, and you get it today free. That's simplysafe.com slash Glenn. That's simplysafe.com slash Glenn. Oh, my gosh, Jason. Thank you so very, very mm. much. Oh, oh. it was... Mm. Jason, I mean, mm. it really doesn't... Jason, are you there still? I'm uh, here. I'm it here. Just, mm. just doesn't get any better than you. Right? That was the, uh, right? the Jason Garrett of anchoring. Um, it was very nice. He did Ow, a great job. How dare job. you, sir? <laughs> yeah, that was good. All right. I like how Glenn's like, yeah, that, I, that reference, I understand. I'll tell you that much. Sure, Jason sure Garrett, he's a uh, football player. He was a football player at right. one time. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That is true. And now he is on ESPN. He is on ESPN and being covered for being fired as the Dallas Cowboys coach. So, yes, he is on Yes, there you there, go. So, there. You were on exactly. it. I was wrong. You knew exactly where. I can where. put the pieces together. Right. I'm not a complete moron. Mm-hmm. 
A moron, but not a complete not, not moron. Complete, not, not complete. complete. Thank you, Stu. No problem. Man, I feel good about myself every day. <laughs> that was the goal that. of today's program, to All make right. Glenn feel good about yeah, himself. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some, uh, well, we have some junk reports to get into, and you'll understand in a minute what I mean by junk reports. Okay, I'm going to say a name, and you're going to kind of remember, you're going to be like, hey, why do I know Jessica Yaniv? I kind of know it. I don't remember. It was a story about, yeah, story about the guy who became a woman uh, who wouldn't even go into a pool because he was now having period. She was now having her period, uh, and she went into a salon and wanted her junk waxed, and they said, uh, no, dude, and she's like, dude? What are you talking about? And so she sued him. She sued the the salon. The court case is now over. And the court has rendered its verdict. Which way do you think this went? And yet, there's more. In one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I got Tanya the X chair for Christmas, and she was so she was so so surprised. I mean, because all you did was talk about it for months on national radio. Because she told me that's what she wanted, Mm -hmm. and you did your duty. I did my duty. Mm -hmm. I am, I'm a really good present giver at times, and uh, for instance, Mary, my life, she's great. Mm -hmm. I know I can spot mary and some things a million miles away and i'll be like boom there's the present for mary okay for your daughter my son mm-hmm. great the other three women in my life well four if you count the mistress no the <laughs> other three, the other so, th- so hard to buy presents for the mistress it these really days, is isn't it? Yeah. what do you get them an I, apartment I, yeah. what do you yeah it's usually an apartment that's <laughs> a great you, point it's like usually an apartment them, you know so anyway um <laughs> The other three women in my life, no idea. None whatsoever. Zero. Zilch. Mm. Zip. I, I finally just asked my daughter, what do you want? She's like, I want, a, I want an, an olive tree salad bowl. And I'm like, oh, of course you do. What the hell is that? So I'm, you know, I'm Googling olive wood salad bowls. Still got it wrong, but the effort was there. So when my wife said, I want the X chair, it was the gift that she was really happy about. Uh, You know, she didn't apparently like the monkey uh, that I got her. No, actually, I have a friend. You remember Joe? He got his wife the first year for Christmas. Mm -hmm. He got her, I think, a vacuum. And you're like, what the hell? What are you doing? I've, I've... Bought my wife vacuums before yeah, for holidays. Not, 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 not this wife. Your mm. wife wants the vacuum. She's yeah, a vacuum she queen. The, yeah, yeah. She, de- she demands the right. vacuum. She's asking for the vacuum. Mm-hmm. This, this, this woman was not asking for a vacuum. <laughs> and you want to be sure so if you're then, buying a vacuum for a yeah. present. So then all of his friends said, "Look, dude, you no, you have to buy something that they're not going to want to buy themselves. Something yeah. that's really about them." The next year for Christmas, he bought her a monkey. 
A live monkey? A live? What other kind of monkey is there? A uh, stuffed uh, monkey? Uh, yeah, a stuffed monkey. Uh, no, a monkey. A, a monkey live corpse. monkey. Uh, and he's like, she'd never buy this for herself. No, nobody would. <laughs> nobody sane would do this. All right, anyway. It's a tarantula. Yeah. Anyway, like, not, why do you, of course they're not going to buy that. A tarantula is even more understandable. It's, it's more, you can at least deal with it. Yeah, it's a pet, kind of, weirdly. Oh, you a monkey put it could in also a be a pet, but it's... No, but a, a monkey is, like, a monkey eventually rips people's faces off. Is that true? I, oh, you don't remember the woman in, in, uh, in Connecticut who was keeping a monkey. Monkeys, when they get to be teenagers, I think, <laughs> is when you have to, like... Put them back into the forest or wherever they live Hmm. or the zoo because they'll rip your face off once they they're really cute when they're kids and they're, you know, young. Mm -hmm. But then they start to go through puberty. And uh, this monkey was like, I don't know, 15 or 20 years old. And this woman had it in Connecticut, just in her house. And it was a chimp and got out of the house and the neighbors go into their car and the chimp comes and literally rips her face oh off. my god i you don't, don't remember, remember this no. when was this 10 years ago 15 years ago literally ripped her face off do you remember that it was it's horrifying and you look her up on online and you'll see they oh reconstructed her face it was horrible horrible so monkeys bad idea so what you're saying here is x chair X chair, great should, idea. It's a great present. Never Much ripped than a any face off. Yeah, never, no. never. And she was she was very excited when she got it. Um, so anyway, the X chair. It has the dynamic variable lumbar support, ten settings. The X chair is the one that you need for a comfortable workday. Uh, Tanya loves hers. I love mine. X chair on sale now for a hundred dollars off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X chair. 844-4X chair. Use the promo code Beck. You'll receive the a new set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Promo code Beck. So, um, can we get to um, can we get to the the woman now? Thank you. That still has all of her male junk. Uh, well, I uh, look. There is a transition going on mm-hmm. in a physical sense, but mm-hmm. she's always been a woman. Of course, she has. Mm-hmm. So she went into a um, she went into a, a salon. Mm-hmm. And said, I want my junk waxed. And they were like, we don't do that uh, for guy parts. And <gasps> guy parts? These How are women parts. dare you? Jessica so, Yaniv. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is uh, up in Canada. Mm-hmm. And she went to uh, get her junk waxed. And they said no. And they, they said, we, we don't really do that for, for, for men. And that was a big controversy. She filed a, uh, a claim uh, in... Uh, in the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal. Because when the human rights, you think of, don't I have a right, a human, fundamental human right to to wax? wax. Uh, And of course the answer to that is yes. But this particular dumb court... This is surprising. This is coming from Canada. Because they're really extreme on the stuff. Bad. Really extreme. I mean, they've done terrible things to people for just speaking out. I mean, look what they were trying to do with Jordan Peterson. Uh, Right. Um, so this is uh, uh, was a surprise in which they actually threw the 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 case out. She wanted to get uh, something like five hundred thousand um, dollars, but that did not that did not happen. 
Um, in fact, Yaniv was actually ordered to pay two thousand dollars to each of the three uh, to three of four clients represented um, because of uh, improper conduct. So that's how that mm. case wound up. And look, the Jessica Yaniv parts of our lives was over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Mm-hmm. We don't have to we think have about to think about anymore. her anymore. And, and, you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. I really don't yes. want to think about it anymore. Right. However, there's a new development in the story. Now, this is where it gets complex. This is where <laughs> yeah. you're not sure which way to go. You tell me. Think about this as we go through the story. Which way does the media go on this? They don't which, know. Do, which way does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez go on this story? See, we're consistent. We say we're against it. Yeah. It's easy. It's, it's easy. doesn't take any thought. Imagine the wood and coal that needs to be shoveled into <laughs> Cortez's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to just to have the power to compute all of the possibilities. So Jessica Yaniv went to the She Point Beauty Salon. The She Point. Mm-hmm. Um, she went in there, mm-hmm. wanted some waxing done, mm-hmm. and asked to uh, get her legs waxed mm-hmm. in private. Um, and uh, she wanted obviously to have her pants down during this uh, procedure. Now. The waxing situation, again, I would not like to force you to think about any more, but it's important to the story mm-hmm. because of the reason that the salon refused to do it. Because now there's a new case she's brought, uh, Jessica's brought in front of the court. The reason was a religious objection. So they said they would not wax her. Her. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking no, about no. Jessica. Yes. Yeah. His. Hers. Oh, sorry. Hers. His. Okay. Um, would not wax them in this way because they it violated their religious principles. So now you have the media who's saying, okay, you've got this wonderful transgendered woman who just needs some waxing done and is and against some evil Christian bastard religious right. extremists Correct. who won't help them. Correct. We know what side That's easy. AOC That's not what this about. is. However, mm-hmm. is it, it's not a Christian. Is it Islam? Is it Islam? Because that would make their heads pop. They if it was what, Islam, yeah. They very well might be on the side of the salon owner. Right. Because that religious ex- ex- uh, uh, extremism is an extreme. That's right. normal. That's it's normal. okay and yeah. should be respected. So, they, But it would, it, would, it would be really difficult. They would really have to choose. But this is the complication. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The salon owner is of the Sikh persuasion. So now you have mm. India being a capitalist country. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a person of color. Person of color mm-hmm. versus and, and a white the, and, transgendered right. man to woman, right? And you also have you also have them from the uh, from the uh, mm-hmm. the Punjab area. It is the Punjab. That's a good point, Glenn. So, I'm glad you brought up Punjab because it is from the Punjab area. That's what. And there's it, there's something incredibly there's, relevant to this story when you right, talk about Punjabs. Right. I'm I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you for a, a, a it would be and a, you're from Punjab. Right. So, I mean, I would think that that... It actually feels like a good name for, like, on the menu right. of selections. You can get, like, waxing the legs. <laughs> stop, and you, stop. Stop. I'm just saying the name of the right, town... Right, I got that, it. That, I, I got it. That's Sikh a whole religion was region. Was and, in the region. Of, right, the Punjab. whole region there of mm-hmm. the Punjab. Okay. And, uh, so, of the, so, where do you come to... 
down when it's Jessica Yanni versus okay. the people of Punjab. All right. Now, if you're in the media, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Okay. Now, let me add, let me take you back to an earlier story from earlier on the program. Mm. Okay. Remember I told you about the British astronaut that, yes, take a moment to process that. Who knew? But Brit- <laughs> the British have an astronaut, mm-hmm. or maybe even two. And uh, one of them said, there are aliens, and they're living among us, and they're invisible. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what about the possibility of aliens living among us, and they're not invisible? Okay. What would you say if I suggested to you that perhaps everyone in the media is an alien? Everyone in the media? Well, maybe not everyone in the right. media. But they just look like a lot of them. Look, look like just human like beings, us, but they're not alien. Right. Now, if I said to you and I could show you photo, I could take you to it and I mm-hmm. could prove that it was otherworldly. Okay. If I could take you to the site of a giant spaceship mm-hmm. that had room for a thousand aliens, and in there were nothing but books about journalism, okay, <laughs> yeah. I had no other proof. There's nobody at the ship. Mm-hmm. It crashed maybe 40 years ago, 20 years ago, and it crashed, and we just discovered the ship and riddled with journalism books. Would you be willing to accept pretty quickly? That explains it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we haven't even found the ship. I'm pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, let me tell you about Norton. You find yourself logging into a password-protected perfe- uh, Wi-Fi source, and it's not your own? Happens all the time, whether you're in the coffee shop down the street, the internet, at the friend's place, you hook up to potentially dangerous internet sources all the time. You can get electronic herpes from that. Yes. Cyber criminals. What is it? Hmm? I don't pronounce the A-H. Herpes? Herpes. Herpes. That's the electronic one. Doesn't start with an H, starts with an E. Herpes. So is it E-herpes? Herpes, Like Like uh, email, it's E-herpes? Yes. Can you get that from Punjab? What you need is Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're getting layers of protection, including real job, real, real time device security, and a VPN for online privacy. VPN, this VPN has bank grade encryption to help keep your information, like logins and passwords, secure and private. Norton's 360 password is easy and it securely creates stores and manages all of your passwords credit card information and other credentials plus there's a pc safe cam feature with notifies you if cyber criminals are trying to use your webcam no one can prevent uh, prevent all uh, cyber crime but new norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber security and uh, it will constantly update, and it's constantly evolving for you. Give this gift to yourself, 50% off right now, your first year of the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. 50% off now, Norton.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds, station ID.
so I have a thesis here, and I'd like to get your um, percentage of possibility mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on this particular thesis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Yaniv. We we really have to go back. No, I'm not going. I, we've already right, we, okay, we've gone right. through the entire situation as yes. it revolves around the waxing and poon job and the whole far. thing. Yes, go ahead. What is the percentage of possibility that the whole Jessica Yaniv thing is performance art? We're gonna find out in six months. There's a documentary or reality series of this person who actually is trying to show how ridiculous this is and continues to file a loss. Zero. Really? Zero. Yeah. I'm at least 10%. I mean, not only is she, it's the most extreme and ridiculous thing you could cry for help. It may very well be. That's why I'm only saying 10%. Yeah. But you don't think there's any percentage possibility that this is like, let's say almost a conservative activist who's living, we're not living that, this life we're to not prove that how ridiculous this is. We're not that creative. Really? We're just not that creative, no. Mm-mm. It would be a good series. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know what? I Think about this. Our own Steven Crowder. Now, I don't believe he's asked for any waxing. We'd have to ask Steven if this has happened. He went in for a pregnancy but check. But he did go in for a pregnancy test dressed as a woman while clearly a man. Mm-hmm. To, to us, a Planned Parenthood, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And I believe... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he actually acquired actual pregnant urine. Yeah, he tested positive for pregnancy. And tested positive for pregnancy at a Planned Parenthood. Yeah, now, that's not possible for a man. No matter what anyone says to you, Mm. that is not possible for a man. (laughs) I can't believe you have to Uh, say that. That I have to say that? You have to say that. I know, it's crazy. By the way, that's not possible for a man to be pregnant, and I want people to know that. Can you imagine, if I'm a time traveler, all I'm doing is I'm going and I'm playing my show <laughs> back to my audience 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You want to know how bad it's going to get? Listen to this. Th- this, is, this is my actual show in 25 years. Nobody would believe it. Nobody would believe Nobody it. Nobody would believe it. So you don't think there's any mm. chance of that? No. no. I mean, it would, be a great, it would be a great series. It would be. This is a cry for help to cry for help. This okay. person is, I, I think it would be much more likely that we find this person dead by their own hand sometime in the future. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's, uh, they turn that one, they turn that little bit a little dark. I was, I was having some fun with it and you, you kind of brought it to the, to the darkest. Always ends with a bullet to that. <laughs> it does with you. No, I mean, I just think there are some really sick people right now. Some really yeah. sick people. And some people that are really, really miserable. You, did you see the guy who has, I think he had 6,000 plastic surgeries to look like the Ken doll. Yeah, yeah. And now he's like, I'm a woman and I've always been more like Barbie than Ken. Now, oh, sweetheart, you, no. Yeah, yeah, you're not Ken or Barbie. You're you have you have some sort of disorder that is causing you to think that you will find your your happiness in looking a different way. But once you complete from going from Ken to Barbie, you're going to be just as miserable. Mm. And I just I feel like we are a society that is just cruel. We're being cruel to people by by allowing them to live these lives where, oh, yeah, I'm a man and I can get pregnant. Oh, yeah, I'm a man with all my junk and I can't go swimming today. I'm upset a little bit because I can't go swimming today because if you're menstruating, uh, you can't get in the pool and I'm menstruating. Dude, if you're if you're bleeding from downstairs, OK, with male junk, go see a doctor. 
You're not men menstruating. You Go see a doctor. You have a lacerated kidney. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, really bad. And we're just doing so much damage to people. We've gone on from our children, giving them all trophies and saying they're all special. Now, some of them suck. Oh, yeah. A lot of them do. Yeah. A lot of, the, a lot of kids are terrible. Yeah. Uh, and some of them in our own family. I mean, I got four. <laughs> I got four. Do you want to name names or? Uh, I don't that? think I need to. I think they know. So, so you know, we're giving them, we're giving them hope, false hope. We're telling them that oh, they're spectacular. Oh yes, you could win on American. No, you can't. You suck. Now you don't have to say it that way, but we don't tell our children the truth anymore. We don't teach them the truth, and gee. We wonder why suicide is going up. Yeah, you're going to be incredibly disappointed when you realize, you know, you're not Rihanna. That's not you. And it it shouldn't be you. you. You be you. Rihanna is Rihanna. You be you. And, and you know, it started out as, hey, I got to be who I am. Okay, be who you are. But if you're like, I'm actually a woman and I'm menstruating, even though I haven't had any junk removed... Dude, that's not you. That's not you. That's a lie. And it's a dangerous lie. And we are enabling really dangerous things for very sad people. Stop it. We're not helping. We are not helping. We are hurting people. You say you have compassion. Compassion requires truth. Back in a minute. probably be the last show I do. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I've been telling you for years about Goldline, about how important it is to consider diversifying your portfolio to include some precious metals. Most experts say about 10% is good, but do your own homework. Find out what's best for you. I am really excited to tell you about uh, a great deal from Goldline. They have their new 18, well, they're not new, they're, they're old, but New offering of 1880 gold, five and a half liberties, five and a half dollar liberties, and they are extremely popular in diversification and protection. Um, I love these old gold American coins just for the collectability of them and the history that they tell. But they're also they were designed to be used as money. And for 140 years, old coins uh, are usually beat up. These are really in excellent condition. And right now with Goldline, you can get 20 free silver coins with every tube purchase for a limited time. So stop waiting to make a decision to protect your portfolio. Look at the price of gold. See what's happened just with the instability of the world in the last two weeks. Give your account executive a call right now at Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, and take advantage of this offer now. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code GLEN, and you will save $10 off your subscription. However, it does not save you any money off your waxing. You know, it's interesting to me. I think the... Um I think the the GOP should answer this question about John Bolton one way. John Bolton has uh, said he would testify if he was subpoenaed. So are you going to call him? 
This is the only answer. Um, right now, there is nothing facing the Senate because the House has not sent over the impeachment uh, to the House or to the Senate. So as soon as we get the articles of impeachment, then we can talk about it. Up until now, up until then, you should just talk to Nancy Pelosi. He said she could subpoena and he would answer. So go ahead, subpoena him in the House. This isn't an issue in front of the Senate yet. Yeah, it's true. That's it. There's no process to be had. Yeah, that's it. And it it shuts it all down and goes right back. Tensions are rising now and things are getting hot on the GOP Senate. No, no, it's not. No, we we don't have anything to act on. No reason to talk about it right now. Yeah, no reason. And there is reason for the House to talk about because as you point out, they don't they just because they've turned in the articles of impeachment does not mean they cannot call uh, Bolton as as a witness. They could still do it. They could still open these things right back up and do it if they wanted to. There's obviously other things at play. They're just playing politics. So let's look right now at the the political uh, state of the Democratic Party. Uh, Stu just made some changes to our big board here in the studio of here are the front runners. Yeah, they got a shot. The next category is, I mean, maybe if everything goes right. Mm, eh, probably not. Uh, no, and dropped out. <laughs> the dropped out is turning into almost like a Empire State Building type it of really tower. Is. That's amazing. There's a lot Look of candidates. Look at how many candidates. Yeah, I mean, we have six and 15, 18 that have dropped out there. And uh, we're really only down to two, four, six, eight, nine candidates, you know, that are even, that really have any kind of chance at all. Uh, but your top four are the ones that are probably going to make all the difference at least in the first three usually it is decided by south carolina um however let's look at iowa iowa could go for joe biden although he's trailing um uh, uh, although he's he's had a couple good polls lately the, the polling average actually has him leading now in iowa um though again you know these things are very close like right now the i 538's average of polls has biden at 22 Sanders at 20.4 and Buttigieg at 18.9. Now, Buttigieg has fallen off a little bit. He was leading early December um, by, eh, you know, a few points. I mean, four or five points on average. Um, but he's fallen off a little bit. And I don't think there's a path for Buttigieg to win the nomination without Iowa. No, he has to he win has Iowa. He has to win Iowa because he more won't, than anybody else in the He won't win here. New Hampshire and he won't win South Carolina. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he's he's not doing terribly in New Hampshire. He's, you know, South Carolina. New Hampshire's going to go for, for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. And that's, again, Warren's path there is... Closes. Closed. And, and the thing is, if Sanders can win in Iowa, you think it probably closes the path for Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, Warren to be the nominee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanders is a quirky enough candidate that he might be able to go back and win new hampshire after losing iowa i don't think that's the same for for warren i don't i don't think that's true um right now in in new hampshire joe biden at 21.1 sanders at 21 warren is at 14.7 Buttigieg 13 i mean it's not so out of the question if, if could bernie win. sanders people could convince the caucus to throw elizabeth warren under the bus and go with him and remember, the caucus is different. Like, you don't go into a closed booth and no, poll. It's, it's not how very, this thing it's works. It's weird. It's a weird conversation, basically. And everyone kind of knows where the co- candidates stand. And they ask you, do you want to change? Are you changing your support? You have an opportunity to change your support. Right. So if you see Biden is up by two over Sanders and you're a Warren supporter, you may very well switch 
over to, uh, to Sanders. Sanders to try to give him the win. Right. Um, because you'd rather have Sanders than Biden, even though he's not your first choice. Correct. So that's why Sanders does very well in caucuses and did very well against Clinton in caucuses last time. Did not do so well in primaries. Um, but, you know, he, the caucus is a good opportunity against San, for Sanders to actually take a lead here. One of the interesting things that could present itself is, let's say, a Buttigieg win in Iowa, mm-hmm. a Sanders win in, in, in New Hampshire, very plausible. And a Biden win in South Carolina. Well, and you're forgetting about Nevada, which you could see a Warren win in Nevada, and then a, uh, a, a Biden win in South Carolina. Then you've got Super Tuesday, which is when essentially Bloomberg enters the race with $250 million spent in those states. That is like the ultimate chaos situation and totally the thing I'm rooting for because it would be really fun. (laughs) I mean, that is like, uh, that is a, a, not only a political nerd dream, but also the dream of someone who who just wants to see chaos in the Democratic Party. Uh, So you look at that field and I think that's what you have. If you want to talk outlier possibilities here, uh, Amy Klobuchar's polling lately is coming up. She's She seems to be making a little bit of a push in Iowa. She doesn't need to win Iowa. If she can finish in, the, let's say, the top three in Iowa, that's going to be something very positive for her, and she might be able to have a little bit, um, a, some legs going forward. Uh, and Bloomberg, of course, comes in on Super Tuesday. It's a, it's a you, know, you know, obviously this didn't work for Giuliani trying to run late, but Giuliani was no billionaire. He didn't spend $250 million on the campaign. And if you're fractured, if Hmm. you're fractured with everybody, it it could work this time. I mean, I I could easily see a different winner in every single of the four first states. Because one of the biggest union states is Nevada, and Warren does very well with unions. Now, so does Sanders, and it kind of strikes me to think if Sanders wins one of those two states— Sanders probably will also win Nevada. But But does are people convinced that Sanders could beat Trump? You know, I don't know how you could be. I, I mean, he seems to me to be among the worst uh, right. opportunity. I think, look, I've been clear about this for many, many years, and I think it's totally true. And it was true, I believe, in the Clinton-Trump election. When it gets down to one versus one, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Any candidate can beat the other candidate when it's essentially one versus one. Um, and when you get to the point where it's, it's, you know, don't dismiss Sanders or Warren if they get up against uh donald trump like i think the perfect candidate for donald trump to face off against is elizabeth warren if you could design a candidate that donald trump could defeat most easily i think it would be elizabeth warren that being said if the economy has a bad quarter before the election everything's up in the air Mm -hmm. if if, you know if If war war happens or a terrorist attack who knows yeah all these things and even you know a, a, a weird controversy at the last minute who knows what happens but that's why it's kind of like you get nervous if a Sanders or a Warren becomes the nominee because, God forbid, one of them win. They are real, especially Sanders is a real uh, ideologue. I, I don't know about you, but Joe Biden, the only thing I worry about with Joe Biden is who he picks as vice president. Because I, I honestly, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I just don't see him. Uh, I, I could see him retiring in the first two years or, mm. you know, uh, or not being. He doesn't you know, seem he's strong. slipping. He's slipping. He's not strong. It's, I mean, it's he's 80. And again, like you could say, oh, well, you're just criticizing some old Democratic no. guy. Well, I wouldn't say the same about Sanders. Sanders' heart is having all sorts of issues, but he seems to have tons of energy. And he's, he's saying the same socialist things he was saying in 1981. Right. So you kind of. I mean, and Sanders does have, 
He does have energy that Joe Biden doesn't. No, I know. I mean, you know, say what you want about Bernie Sanders and his heart. That's not a good thing. That's not a good sign. But that guy is just like the Energizer Bunny. He just goes and goes. He's like Donald Trump. And Trump is the same way. Trump is the same way. Just never stops. Joe Biden is is doesn't look healthy. He doesn't. You know, he just he looks like, you know, an 80 year old that is, you know, towards the end. I mean, and then you look at the polling averages. Biden leads in Iowa by a tick. Biden leads in New Hampshire by a tick. He leads a ton in South Carolina. He leads nationally 27 to 18 over Sanders. Warren at 15, Buttigieg at 7. I mean, it's just like he, again, this has been his to lose this entire time. Uh, And he's really good at losing. I mean, he's done nothing but lose every time he's run for president uh, in embarrassing fashion most of the time. Here... He's holding the lead, I think, just because these other candidates are, are just so crazy, so bad. I, I, like, it's hard to unify around somebody like, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. So the categories we have is front runners. We have Biden and Sanders there. Sanders still, I mean, he's right there in both of the early states and is second place nationally. Uh, yeah, they've got a shot is the next category. Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg are there. The next one is, I mean, maybe if everything goes right, we have Amy Klobuchar and Michael Bloomberg. And Bloomberg is a real wild card here. Show me the, show me the path for Amy. I think Amy is, is well, winning Iowa puts her in the, in the picture. She's currently, uh, she'd be currently fifth, however, rising. And if she is, if something happens, let's say where Joe Biden really screws up and his, uh, you know, his appeal were to fall apart, Klobuchar and Buttigieg would be the, the, the candidates for that lane. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Biden has to fall apart for that to happen. That's not impossible, even this close. I Because mean, February 3rd, it's the oh, day yeah. after the Super Bowl, by the way, is, is the Iowa caucus. Then you have um, uh, Amy Klobuchar. It's, it's unlikely, but I, I'm keeping her in that category. The next one is eh, probably not. Cory Booker. can't believe he's, he's still in. Still, I, I can't believe it either. Tom Steyer, who I think would have a better chance if it wasn't for Bloomberg. He's doing running the same campaign as Bloomberg yeah, yeah. with the money and everything. He's much more liberal than Bloomberg, but also... That's he saying has, something. Yeah, but he has no personality, yeah. uh, so he's in real trouble. And Andrew Yang, I think you can, un, you can say I'm being unfair by putting him in category four of five here. His fundraising was excellent. $16 million. He's in, I think, third or fourth in the fundraising. You see the whipped cream incident? I did. That's why he's in. Eh, probably yeah. not. Yeah. No. The, yeah, the whipped cream I, thing was weird. I like Andrew Yang. Kind I do of. too. I, like he seems like a likable guy. His policy uh, positions, though, are not nearly socialist enough for this field. And I, you know, like he can. He's got he's a, a businessman. I mean, he's yeah. he's still very very left. And I wouldn't want his policies, you know, uh, because I think some of his policies are really bad economically. Yeah. Um, but he's at least a. Uh, an understandable guy uh, a guy who you know you're like i could i could talk to him yeah and you know i could have a real conversation with him yeah and he seems to be somewhat respectful of conservatives but i mean like look at his policy prescriptions yang talks nonstop about universal basic income which sounds mega super super liberal and is in my mind i don't like the policy however part of his policy is also getting rid of like every welfare policy in the united states And there's no way the Democratic Party Never. of 20, of any year, but certainly Never. not 2020, is going to be like, yeah, let's get rid of uh, food stamps and welfare and uh, Medicaid and all of these other but things. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Which party is in real trouble? You have Joe Biden, the last gasp of the old Democratic Party. Okay. 
you have Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Uh, let's just let's just stick to the top five. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, socialist, socialist. Yes, they're not traditional American uh, political entities. They're socialist. Then you have Pete Buttigieg, a guy who's really there because nobody knows anything about him. Now, he looks. He seems to be smart, but has no record, right. nothing none, to criticize because he's never done really Correct. anything. Okay, so he's he's a really a non-entity and an identity politics candidate Correct. as well. Correct. Uh, then you have um, Michael Bloomberg, who I guess and Tom Steyer could be categorized in the Joe Biden, but they're not really. I mean, Steyer's really more of a Sanders Warren yes. type of guy, but he's Correct. you know just because he has a lot of money, he seems to be. More on that side. I mean, I guess. what is the future of this party I mean, that's a bad, in that's America? A that's a bad field right there. That's really bad. I mean, Buttigieg and Klobuchar, maybe Klobuchar, you could say, okay, you can kind of see the future. I don't know. Maybe maybe you think Cory Booker. I mean, he's never proven anything. Horrible. I mean, the rest of this field, I mean, Bennett, I mean, Gabbard is just so out of the step with the party at this point. Uh, you know, she's too well liked by, you know, moderates and conservatives. And I think she's got some good qualities, but she's not going to win this primary. Delaney, still in it. Patrick, still in it. Deval Patrick is still in this. And Marianne Williamson, who's laid off her entire campaign staff, still continues to be active. Uh, it, but, like, I mean... And yoga classes. Well, yes. yes. I, I, <laughs> and, well, she also sells essential oils. Yeah, so, so yeah. we got that going for us. America. You know, the devious side of me would just love Marianne Williamson to be the president of the United States. Just because, oh, you think we're crazy now? Oh, look out, world. Williamson, Trump... A debate there would be fun. Oh, my gosh. That would be fun. I'm renting out a movie theater for that thing. Oh, that would be so fun. (laughs) That would be so fun. Can you imagine a Trump-Sanders debate? That, I mean, it would be really fascinating. I mean, and I, again, like you like the idea of stark constra- uh, contrast between candidates. I like the idea that you have some person who's presenting socialism. And, is, and, and you know what? Never had the moment with like Elizabeth Warren where she would deny that middle class people would be taxed. He was like, yeah, we're taxing them. Like he was being honest about it. And he's not always honest, but he's more honest than a lot of these people are. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that on stage. I just don't want him to. God, Bernie Sanders as president is a terrifying notion. I want to talk to you a little bit about David in Pennsylvania. He's a natural-born experimenter. He found himself suffering from regular pain in both his shoulder and his foot. He heard about Relief Factor early on. He decided he would give it a shot. Sure enough, when he took it, the pain went away. Now, most people would be satisfied with that, but he's a, he's a natural-born experimenter. He was like, well, what happens if I stop taking it? So about a month into it, he decided to stop taking it. Boom. Pain came back in the shoulder and the foot. Needless to say, David has learned his lesson, and he got back on Relief Factor, and within a week his pain was gone again. Now he takes Relief Factor daily, and he's never been happier. When you take it properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain, and it works for 70% of the people who try it and take it. It costs nineteen ninety-five just to start with their three-week quick start. Nineteen ninety-five, just try it. If it doesn't work after three weeks, probably not going to, and you can stop taking it. But if it does, join the seventy percent of us who tried it and it works. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn.
Back in the 1860s, Gettysburg is what brought America back together. It was the beginning of the healing, and we hope that that will be the case again. Restoring the Covenant is uh, my latest uh, effort on the summer, and this year it is happening. uh, The event itself is Saturday, July 4th. But there are events that go for a week, uh, and you can find out all about it. There is limited space on this. It's in Gettysburg. If you've never been there, it's not a big place. Uh, And we would love for you to find out more about it. And if you have intent on coming, please sign up now so we know. Limited space. Glenbeck.com slash restore. Go there now. Join us this July 4th, this Independence Week, and restore the covenant. Glenbeck.com slash restore. You're listening to Glenn.